Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 1372. My Jesus, you know that from my earliest years I have wanted to become a great saint. That is to say, I have wanted to love you with a love so great that there would be no soul who has hitherto loved you so. At first, these desires of mine were kept secret, and only Jesus knew of them. But today, I cannot contain them within my heart. I would like to cry out to the whole world, Love God, because he is good, and great is his mercy. O humdrum days, filled with darkness, I look upon you with a solemn and festive eye. How great and solemn is the time that gives us the chance to gather merits for eternal heaven. I understand how the saints made use of it. October 30th, 1937. Today, during the religious ceremonies taking place during Mass and the second day of Thanksgiving, I saw the Lord Jesus in great beauty, and he said to me, My daughter, I have not released you from taking action. I answered, Lord, my hand is too feeble for such work. Yes, I know, but joined with my right hand, you will accomplish everything. Nevertheless, be obedient. Be obedient to the confessors. I will give them light on how to direct you. Lord, I already wanted to begin the work in your name, but Father S. keeps putting it off. Jesus answered me, I know this. So do just what is within your power, but you must never withdraw your efforts. November 1st, 1937. After Vespers today, there was a procession to the cemetery. I could not go because I was on duty at the gate, but that did not stop me at all from praying for the souls. As the procession was returning from the cemetery to the chapel, my soul felt the presence of many souls. I understood the great justice of God, how each one had to pay off the debt to the last cent. The Lord gave me an occasion to practice patience through a particular person with whom I have to carry out a certain task. She is slower than anyone I have ever seen. One has to arm oneself with great patience to listen to her tedious talk. November 5th. This morning, five unemployed men came to the gate and insisted on being let in. When Sister N. had argued with them for quite a while and could not make them go away, she then came to the chapel to find Mother Irene, who told me to go. When I was still a good way from the gate, I could hear them banging loudly. At first, I was overcome with doubt and fear, and I did not know whether to open the gate or, like Sister N., to answer them through the little window. But suddenly I heard a voice in my soul saying, Go and open the gate and talk to them as sweetly as you talk to me. I opened the gate at once and approached the most menacing of them and began to speak to them with such sweetness and calm that they did not know what to do with themselves. 
and they too began to speak gently and said, well, it's too bad that the convent can't give us work. And they went away peacefully. I felt clearly that Jesus, whom I had received in Holy Communion just an hour before, had worked in their hearts through me. Oh, how good it is to act under God's inspiration. I felt worse today, and I went to Mother Superior intending to ask her for permission to go to bed. However, before I could ask for permission, Mother Superior said to me, Sister, you must somehow manage by yourself at the gate because I am taking the girl to work at the cabbage, since there is no one else for the cabbage. I said, Good, and left the room. When I got to the gate, I felt unusually strong, and I was at my post all day long and felt well. I experienced the power of holy obedience. November 10th, 1937. When Mother Irene showed me the booklet with the chaplet, the litany, and the novena, I asked her to let me look it over. As I was glancing through it, Jesus gave me to know interiorly, already there are many souls who have been drawn to my love by this image. My mercy acts in souls through this work. I learned that many souls had experienced God's grace. I learned that Mother Superior would have quite a heavy cross to bear, together with physical suffering, but that it would not last long. Here, St. Faustina writes a prayer in which she tells the Lord that she has wanted to become a saint from her youth. She has wanted to love the Lord like no one ever has. Jesus revealed to St. Faustina during a ceremony at the end of October in which some of the sisters were taking the veil and making vows, that he wanted her to persevere in her efforts to move forward, presumably with the message of the divine mercy and the foundation of the new community, despite her weaknesses. He would help her, but he told her to remain obedient to her confessors. On November 1st, Faustina couldn't go to the cemetery with the other sisters because she was on duty at the gate. She prayed for the souls in purgatory, and then she felt the presence of many of the souls around her. She had an understanding of God's justice. We must make up for our lacks, whether in this life or in purgatory. Faustina writes of practicing patience with another sister who was very trying. And Jesus helped Faustina to deal with five unemployed men at the gate. She spoke to them with sweetness and calm. And Faustina believed that Jesus, who she had received in Holy Communion that day, softened their hearts. Faustina saw the value of obeying God's inspirations. And Faustina felt weak and wanted to ask permission to stay in bed, but it was not possible uh, and when she obeyed her superior, God gave her the strength to remain at her post all day. God loves obedience. Jesus let Faustina know that many hearts were already being touched by the divine, image, divine mercy image in a booklet that was being published by the sisters. And then Faustina came to know of the heavy cross that the mother superior would have to bear Apparently, many of the sisters 
would fall ill during a flu epidemic. But as it uh, says in the diary, it would not last long. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.